Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Can you tell them what green light means? Oh, yeah. When the green light, when the green light come on, <laughs> it's time to go, man. It's time to go. You don't know that song? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, green okay. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I go on Magic City, that song come on. Huh? I make sure they, the DJ play it. I spend about 15, 16, 20,000. On the song? One song! That? Yeah, on that song. I spent $10,000 every Monday night for 10 years straight. He, he, Was it worth it? it? Hell yeah. That's a great question too. My five survivors will be on my line. Oh. Shady McCoy, mate. Listen, if, if you wanna be broke, keep doing that. <laughs> you know they talk to you. I mean, I'll say, you be playing all them football, you tell them the hits for what? For a strip club, chicks with asses? We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know? Spike, spike your skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Athletes are some of the healthiest people on the planet. Adopt a lifestyle with an all-new HOA Plus app. What's up, athletes? It's your girl, Mario. HOA Plus delivers daily workout classes with real coaches tailored just for you. We are making it easier to train, fuel, and recover where you are. You made it. Live like an athlete. Join the try on HOA Plus. Jermaine Dupree is the definition of Atlanta. You know, when you think of Atlanta, first f***ing producer, however you want to say it, producer, uh, label, um, so-so deaf, songwriter. Atlanta. Like, when you come to Atlanta, you f***ing got to call this man here. I'm going to give you your flyers because they maybe they don't understand this here. When I think about rap and entertainment, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, I think about Jay-Z, because Jay-Z, yeah. New York, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta, when I think about Atlanta, I think about you. First. I think about first and foremost, so, so deaf. I go back to look at the Jordan movies. I go back crisscross when we was wearing clothes backwards. And the culture, like, I don't know if y'all understand, y'all, y'all might not understand it, but like we was going through some real racial shit back then. My, my, my third person was Diddy. So the three pivotal people, to me, this is just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what I mean? When you talk about rap, you're going to say 
So, so Dev, Jermaine Dupree. Definitely when you talk about Atlanta. You talk about New York, first name you're going to say is fucking Jay-Z. Or Diddy, however you want to say it. 90% of the shit that you did got me through today, you know what I mean, to, to where I'm at now. And to have the relationship to see us in the club, you know, we all go through shit. Being from Atlanta, bro, I want to give you the crown, you know what I mean? If I had one, I'd throw it over there. So let me, let me ask this question. The first question I wanted to ask you was like, do you feel that you get the respect that is due? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, I think what people call the respect that is due is this, this almost like clout chasing, mm. right? Cause that's what people, that's what people feel like. They feel like I don't get the clout chase respect. I don't clout chase. I ain't never did it. I don't never like, if I come, like say for instance, if I was just over here and I came here to watch y'all do y'all thing and you just invited me to come over here, I ain't gonna pop out on the screen if you don't mm. ask me. You know what I'm saying? We got people that's in this game that that's their that's natural move, like to take advantage of every time that somebody that's, you know, oh, you see, oh, I'm jumping in the screen. Like, I remember one night I was at, um, I was at Live, and I think Khaled was doing something. And he, had, he invited all these people to go to be there, right? So everybody jumping on the stage. I'm sitting in the DJ booth. He didn't invite me, right? I'm not there because he invited me. I'm here. I'm there because I with Liv. I with Khaled. So I'm just checking out the party. And, you know, everybody getting up on stage. They performing. Everybody looking at me like, JD, get up there, nigga. Get up there. I'm like, dog, this day party. This his party. He ain't asked me to get up there, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm that dude. I'm like, I'm not the dude that's going to overstep my boundaries, I don't know what my, you know, I know what I think my boundaries are, yeah. right? Um, we in a game and we in a world where overstepping your boundaries is almost the <laughs> ticket. Yeah. Overstepping your boundaries is the thing that people feel like they respect. When they overstep their boundaries, then like, yeah. yeah. But I don't really, I don't know how much I'm really, I don't subscribe to that all the time, right? So it'd be a lot of times when, um, you know, when a lot of that's going on and people feel like I should, jump up and do things and I'm like I'm cooler than that and legends the Tom <laughs> Brady's of the world LeBron James of the world they don't need to talk about themselves right and it's like a like a, a rule of thumb like a, a thing in, a, in sports where it's like when you win you deflect when you lose you take on all the blame mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what I expect if I'm if I'm having a legendary year in football, and these are my teammates, I expect these motherfuckers to stand up and say, he need to, he put his ass in the Hall of Fame. Right, right, I don't right. need to say that shit. Legends don't do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lions right. don't do that. Jay-Z, you need to be saying this. Baby, you need to be saying this, right? Like, what's your place in history? I'll, I'll put it that there way. You go. What's your place in history? Um, of music. Um, right now it's untouched. Mm. You know what I mean? It's untouched. I, I mean, a lot of times I, you know, a lot of times I feel like I'm competitive, right? I don't play, I don't play when it comes to this music. Shit. Like Lita. if I find an artist, I'm going to make them a superstar. If I make a record, I'm going to make that shit pop. So I don't play. So a lot of people know, like, 
I, I get greasy with that part of the game. Like, if I'm, if we competing, we competing, it's, it's you know, you getting ready to die, basically. Because <laughs> I ain't going to stop, and I probably got more ideas than you, right? Because uh, that's just my, that's my thought process. So, on that side of it, I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't play no games. So, I feel like a lot of times it's hard for people to compare me because it ain't but one me. Mm. Right, it ain't a. It ain't, I mean, I don't say that. I don't say that like nah. being cocky. I'm saying it. I'm saying it to to go back to the reality of where we are. Hip hop ain't but fifty years old. It ain't old enough to be two or three Jermaine Dupri's in, in the game. Right, the game ain't old enough for it to be right. that many people in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, f- like basketball's seventy five years old or something. Right, it's a, it's a almost a hundred year old yeah, sport. Right. right? right. Of course, it. it's going to be a bunch of people trying to be Jordan. Browns, it's going to be a Kobe's, bunch of people trying right. to be Kobe. Mm-hmm. We, we ain't even got the 50 years in hip-hop yet. It's still next year. It's not yet. So that's why, you, that's why he only named three people. Yep. Yep. It's only why it's Puff, Diddy, yep. JD. Because it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's one of, they one of one too. It, yeah. ain't a bunch of, it ain't no more Jay-Z's in this game. Right. It's a bunch of things that rap, but it ain't no more hoes. It ain't no more Diddy's in the game. It's a bunch of things that do this, but it's only one Diddy, right? Same thing with me. It's only one Jermaine Dupree from Atlanta. See, but you, but you know your real worth. You know where you sit at. So you you being humble, but I, I know, like, I, I, could, I seen that competitive side come out. So the whole thing with, with, the, with the Diddy versus and all that, I seen your energy, though. <laughs> like, that's cool, all them games. Line it up, because I got, I got just as much as you got. And then it's funny, because when, when people heard that, like, we talking about Diddy, until you, until you look it up. You like hold up, that, that shit'll be, it'll go. We break bread on the show. All right, Chef D ain't here right now. This is her recipe, but she made sure that we took the recipes from Magic City. Oh yes, sir. Y'all like strip clubs and all of that yeah. other stuff. We'll get to that conversation later. But I'm throwing it back to you. I'm throwing it back to you. Uh, I'm throwing it back to you. Go I, I, ahead. I said this. Ahead. This is something I really wanted to ask you because I know, this one, this like, one, like this one, this one. Real rap. So so from from uh, artists, right? Which we all know artists. Ball players, but y'all know ball players. When you say that, right, and we see your energy, you, you meant that. And then you look at the the, the back, the, the research of it, I'm like, damn, dog. He ain't gonna take that because that's gonna be a battle. So when you said that, can you, can you elaborate on, on what made you give that energy up? Like, because I feel like a lot of it is, I don't get my respect like I deserve. And then when you, and if we have this type of showdown, this shit was showcased like, yo, I want playing with y'all, y'all see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's the, the that's the phenomenal part about verses, right? I think that's the that's the crazy part about the verses whole situation is that each person who has their own individuality that we all might have not done our all our homework on, um, they get an opportunity to showcase that. I think when it comes to me, what Pac-Man's saying is correct. Well, I I, I embody Atlanta. Yeah. I embody what's happened in this city probably more than anybody, right? And and a lot of times I got records that got played only in Atlanta. Right? Mm-hmm. I got records that only from the South know. I got from my hood that didn't never listen to Jay-Z till I made money in the thing. This is this is people that told me this, not me. It's not me that. saying this. It's like like I ain't never heard of Jay Z before you made that song. For right? real, bro, because we're in Atlanta. But it's a, but no, that no, is no, 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 no,
No, no, no. I'm not. But I'm disclaimer. No, I'm not. I ain't say this with they. No, no, but I'm not. This is a safe space, JD. But I believe that because it's area based. But I'm saying. But I'm saying. I want people to understand. I'm not. I knew who Jay Z was. I wouldn't have put him on my song. And ain't, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that to say I knew who he was, but the area, right? And, I, and, I, and I'm only saying this Call now. It I'm, I'm saying this now because I think I've been saying this for me and Jay Z came out in '96. This was 1996. Mm-hmm. And people that worked for me back then, I was telling them, like, yo, listen, it's rappers in New York that in Atlanta don't never hear. Right, we go to our clubs. We go to the strip clubs. By the way, the strip clubs used to be so shake a booty music that none of this shit was ever heard in the strip club. You want Luke, and you want from Miami, or you want from Decatur, and you want a Shadi or somebody, uh, Mr. College Park, or uh, Deep Lil John, or somebody like that that was in that space. You weren't gonna be. They weren't gonna hear you in the strip club, right? That that our strip club sound used to be completely different than what it is now, mm. right? So if you really grew up in this, by the way, if you really grew up in this and you came up in these spots and you was going there, when you heard 21 say that he felt like Nas wasn't relevant, okay. it ain't hit me the way it hit everybody else because I know what he talking about. I knew he was talking about his environment. Yeah. I knew he talking about when he when you walk outside and you hear these cars driving down the street. Yeah. Ain't no Nas. They right. not no Nas. Yeah, they not playing Nas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They playing whatever the ghetto is right. that's hot hot right now. Yeah, in Atlanta. Okay. That's in that's in Atlanta, right? And it's the same. By the way, this is the same thing that could, Nas could have did the same thing yep. to him yep. in New York. Yep. Yep. Right. When Nas right. walk sure. outside of Queens Bridge, it might not have been no right. Twenty One Savage right. playing. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that 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 stuff just needs to be explained because, like I said, I'm not trying to be safe. I just feel like I, I understand like now when I do interviews that I have to speak from an educational standpoint because people yeah. have lost yeah. sight that hip hop ain't old enough for to know everything. So how so how do you feel about how Nas responded to Twenty One Savage and how they handled themselves? I think it was beautiful. Like that's what should have happened. He should have rapped. He should because because I believe Nas understands what I'm saying. Yeah. I th- he would he would have he, he wouldn't have did no song with him if he didn't right I think I think Nas and Hit Boy understood like he not probably saying you because I'm saying that that word relevant the way people use it they don't even know what they actually doing by saying it the way that they say it right because I don't heard say JD ain't relevant no more I've had a hit record every year that you can Damn. think of. You just don't even really realize it. Right. Right. Oh, well, right. let me ask you one. <laughs> let me ask you one then. Well, 2021. Huh? Give me a 2020, 2021. What was the hit record? What, right now? Yeah. Um, Division, if I get caught cheating. Ari um, mm. Lennox push, uh, pressure. Yeah. Mm. Um, 2020 was Usher and uh, LMA. Come on. Still. Um, That's crazy. Still. 2021, 22. Yeah. Them three songs right there, I done had a hit, <laughs> you know. 21 and and the pressure record for Ari Lynch, that's her first number one record. She ain't never even had a number one record before she came to see me. So yeah. I'm just saying, like that in like, but by the way, if you from the rap world and you listening to only yeah, trap music, then you're gonna be like JD ain't made no music. Cause you ain't listening to RB sh- You don't know. Matter of fact, I left something out. Anthony, I put out Anthony Hamilton album yeah, last year. So I'm saying, if you not really into what's going on 
you might not, you might have missed, you might have missed it. So you can say what you want to say, but that's a reckless statement for you to put it out there unless you know what's happening. I just want to know real quick. You and Diddy, what that verse look like? That's what I want to know. What's that verse look like? That's what I'm talking about. The world want to know that. The world want to know that. And Atlanta was like, they going to ride out for it. It's coming. It's coming next year. Oh. No, what's that look like? No, hold on. You just broke news on it. Hold on. You missed it. Shady, he just broke news on I Am Athlete. Hold on. It's coming next year. Yeah, it's coming next year. Give us more details. Hey, what that look like, though? What that going to look like, then? I mean, it's going to be, you know. It's gonna be like a Super Bowl. So, it's gonna so be the stadium. You know what I mean? It's, gonna, it's gonna be a Mercedes Benz. Oh, oh, home. Hey, home, make sure I can home I get some passes, yeah. brother. Home we need some passes. passes. Make sure your brother can get some passes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Hey, Jay, I got a question. So, Atlanta um, pretty much changed the hip hop game, like, to me. Shady might have a different opinion, but to me, I think Atlanta had changed the hip hop game. I think you have a big role in it. Like, what do you think your role of changing? Because it used to be you had to go to New York to get a song played. Now they got to come to Atlanta, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to break a record. Yeah. Like, is with all the stuff Atlanta? we've done. Is it Atlanta? Atlanta show. Yeah, <laughs> Atlanta show. <laughs> that went all the way Atlanta. What do you think your role was in changing? Because you're the pivotal guy that got motherfuckers coming to Atlanta right now. So what's your pivotal role of changing? Um, what's going on? I mean, I think just the beat down. You know what I mean? My beat down of like me constantly telling people, shoot your show in Atlanta. Do, let's do the hip hop wars in Atlanta. Like, I, BET came to Atlanta because of me. I told them, like, y'all need to do BET <laughs> awards in Atlanta. It's the blackest city. Like you said about the coach told you, that's what I was telling. I was selling this, not just the music, I was selling our culture to the world. Like, when, when in 96, 97, 98, it was no city on the map like Atlanta. Just because you could come here and the way you could party and the freedom that a black person with money mm. could kick it in this city yes, was in a place, in a space that you've never seen before. I mean, like I'm directing, we doing the, the, the documentary of Freaknik right now. And- Word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, Look, yeah, I was by eight. From Atlanta, I've seen every year Freaknik. I need to be in the doc. You need to be in there? Cause yeah. I live right off Memorial, right where Memorial turned in 78. Yeah. Bro, you're on the east side, bro. You're on it don't the east matter. Side. It don't matter. You got to clean But I used, to make, side, I used to make a couple hundred dollars every year on Freaknik selling t shirts. That's right. In the bags. Get 11, 12 years old, get your $20 t shirt. Damn, 11, 12 years I old. I need to be in the That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing a documentary in Freaknik and um, talking about Freaknik. Because I did my interviews two days, three days ago, and I was just sitting there. And I'm talking about Freak Nick, and I'm re and I'm realizing what I'm saying and how Freak Nick was. And then I did a ride along part of my interview to show them spots where we was going, right? And I went to Piedmont Park where Ooh. most of the people was at, and I was at, at like in the ground area where it was at, and I was just standing there thinking about how up the world is that we live in now, because black people in Atlanta, 30, 40,000, smoking weed, kicking it, listening to music, partying, hollering at girls, whatever it is. We can't do that no more. It don't even feel like it's safe. Yeah. Niggas might start shit, like whatever. Freak Nick, you would be on Peachtree. I don't, I don't recall a shooting on Peachtree, not one. 
Greenwood. It might have been some fights at clubs the, yeah. and this, that, and the third, other places. But we talking about the traffic sitting on Peachtree for hours. I don't recall the news ever reporting a shootout on Peachtree Street while people was doing this. And it was just black people having fun, listening to music, rejoicing, dancing, doing what they got to do. And, um, you know, that space and that time, that only happened in Atlanta. There's no other city where that's ever happened at. So we lose takeoff. You talk about the industry, the state of hip hop, the state of music. I mean, what's your thoughts there? Well, I'm gonna say it's a mistake that we all do, that we all have had, where we we put this goal up here in the air that mm, we want to get yeah, to. Yeah. And this goal is like, the goal is unreachable. When we look at it for the first time, it's unattainable. It's like, it's no, we can't even touch it, right? So anything that's a goal that, that you can't touch, if you just try to touch it, just as soon as you think about it, should let you know that if you get to it, life should, has got to be different, right? And I had to think about this, like, recently with my own life. Um, I just moved in a new house. You asked me why I was, I moved in a new house, and somebody came over, they was like, Jermaine, why your house so big? And, and... <laughs> Wait, who said this? Somebody just came to my house, and oh. they was like, why is your house so big? Why you got to have a house this big? It ain't, you know, it ain't nobody here, right? Mm. I feel like it's one of the best questions you can ask somebody because depending on how they answer this, they tell you That's the condition of their heart. It's a good question. It tells you the condition of your heart, but go ahead. What, the person that asked the question or me? You. Oh, um, well, I didn't answer the question. I was, I was, I was kind of like lost until two days ago. And I was walking through my house and I realized why I want this house and not why, why I need this house to be like this. And it's because I'm a king. And it's, it's, yeah. it's the mentality. The of your heart. That's the mentality, my mentality is, is a king's mentality, right? And I feel like any of us that put a goal in the air and we grab that goal and we touch what we're trying to get to and we start dealing with millions of dollars and this, that, and the third and all this stuff, and this affluent lifestyle, that king mentality has to kick in, right? And I say that about the Quavo and, and takeoff situation. When you that big, you gotta be a boss. Can't nobody be around you. It's too excessive. It ain't supposed to be no situation where you standing around nobody, right? Me and Pac-Man, we had a situation where, where you know, we was Talk the first throwing money in yeah. Vegas. And we throwing money in the girls you in Vegas. You inspired me to real talk. When no. I was we in there throwing money because this the culture of Atlanta. They ain't get it. When we went to Vegas, the girls in Vegas never seen Never seen no shit like that. They was looking at us like, what, what y'all, why y'all throwing the money? We got to pick that up. I'm like, you want me to pick that shit up? Because <laughs> I didn't, I give you the $5 that you supposed to get. Right. The money I'm just, I threw about five, six hundred dollars. You asking me, you want me to pick it up? They Your never seen shit. people, so they th we throwing the money. More money we throwing, they actually jumping on the floor, acting like, like they breaking a dance. This is the beginning of that, by the way. This is something that they don't people understand. don't really understand. That throwing money, shit, that that that's an Atlanta thing. That came from here, the Gentlemen's Club. Huh? The Gentlemen's Club. But anyway, so. We in Vegas and we throwing money and they down some of the, the, the and the fight jump off. Now, mm. you know, we we in the space, we having fun, but we also in somebody else's territory. Territory. 
We in other people's hood. We in what was the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All Star. Yeah, All Star. We in we in Vegas All Star weekend, and we trying to have fun the way we have on our in our city, right? But you can't do that when you're in somebody else's city. You know what I mean? And you got to understand how people look at each one of you people. They look at you like this. They look at Pac-Man like this. They look at me like this. They look at Nelly like this. Because it wasn't nothing different to us. Because this is a normal yeah, night like for us being in Magic City. But the way the girls was acting about the money. Yeah, it was right way different. It, it, it felt like a, a problem, right? It felt like either they was going to start fighting or something. Right. And the around ain't never seen this type of activity throwing money they throwing money at so like even the throwing money thing period has made people from out of town look think i threw some money on them right you hit me with the money money you right there by the girl dog i'm right. a trip like it's club. But, but this is what i'm saying it's like it's not understood right and, and like i said i'm going to catch up since you're speaking of script club right now can you tell them what green light me oh yeah when the green light when the green light come on, it's time to go, man. It's time to go. I'm, I, I actually, that was my name. You smell me. They called you green light? Yeah, I learned all this shit from him. <laughs> in the beach, oh my God. Hey, the girls in the back. We can talk for hours. Green light here. Okay. Hey, green light. No, 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 by the way, it's a song. Hold on, let me explain this. It's a song on the best of both let worlds. Let me explain this, though, because this is. It's this a song on best of both worlds that got a green light. Okay. You don't know that song? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Green okay. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I go in Magic City, that song, come on. Huh? I make sure they, the DJ play it. I spend about 15, 16, 20,000. On the song? One song! The, yeah, on that song. Like, yeah. that's the time to go. Oh, it's time God. to go. And you got to realize, I'm More a young. I'm, I'm young. In, the, in three hours in the strip club. But I'm young, oh, bro. It. Yeah, I'm young. No, I'm spending more than five thousand. I ain't even throwing my money. Uh, uh, I, Pac, I ain't one song Pac, though. Pack, pack, and Tish had to teach me how to throw money a couple months ago. Listen, I spent. I ain't know how to do I it. I spent ten thousand dollars every Monday night for ten years straight. Come on, and I matched you too. That's no. You wanna cap. say that again? I spent ten thousand dollars every every Monday. Monday night in Magic no City bullshit. for ten years straight. No bullshit. No bullshit. Uh, for for ten years straight. Damn. Can we? Can somebody do quick math real quick? What yeah, is that it's number? It's not that hard. No, it is hard. I can't calculate that quick. Four Mondays in a month. 12 times four is Somebody what? do it. 10,000 every Monday for 10 years. That's 42. 42. 4.8 million. Yeah, 42. 4.8. Was you it worth that. it? Hell yeah. That's a great question, too. My financial advisor will be on my line. Oh. Shady McCoy. I mean, listen, if, if you want to be broke, keep doing that. <laughs> you know how they talk to you. I mean, I'll say, you, you played all the football, you tell the hits for what? For a strip club with the chicks with asses, I'm like, all right, Johnny, all right, my bad, dog. I mean, for me, yeah, it was worth it because it, it it was a cultural movement. It wasn't about, it wasn't even about the the dancers, per se. It wasn't about me being this horny guy that wanted to see naked women, right? It wasn't about that. It was just about the actual cultural movement of what was actually happening and what I saw. You know, you got to understand at 12, I went on tour, so my 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 palette for information and sight is is high. high. I'm, my, I'm trying to I'm trying to see and feel and be around as much as possible. So to not be in the club and when the BMF era was going on in Atlanta wouldn't make sense for me not Ooh. to be there. You talked about Vegas and that's another conversation. Talked about Vegas. So Pat goes to New York to go meet with the commissioner about 
is he going to be suspended four games, eight games, a year, or kicked out the league forever? From the Vegas thing, yeah. Pat gets to New York. He Googles where's the best this wings wings. in the city. A strip club came up. So Pat go to the strip club to go eat. Not knowing that there's a tail on they his They following me, yeah. He's following him. Mm. What is Pat going to do when he get in the city? Is that serious? Because you can need to protect the NFL shield at all times. Boom. Next day, he goes into his meeting with the commissioner, Roger Cadell. 9 a.m., Pat comes, sits down. He and Pac-Man Jones sitting there. You know Pat. First thing commissioner, what the f*** are you doing? Boom. No, he said, where did you go last night? And I'm looking at the I'm like, he asked me where I, where I went. I'm grown as a motherfucker, you know what I mean? I said, shit, I want to get some wings. And literally, he's telling you a story. Like, you know, in Atlanta, we go to the script club to eat. We yeah, go but the, but to we, Cheaters but you, to But eat. you brought up the whole thing. You said a key word. You said culture. Shady said he never ate in any script club. I said, bro, you must not have never been no, with no, me no, or nobody else is no, having a good time. I've been in a strip club. I, 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 don't, I don't recommend having the ones by my wings. But my thing with the Pac-Man thing was, and you my brother, right? But you going to New York to see the commissioner because you had an incident in a strip club. So you go to New York to meet the commissioner and you go to a strip club before you meet him. I was trying to figure out, I get the culture part. Well, you didn't. Did when did, do it stop? That's what you asked me. But mentally, I wasn't even thinking about the script. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My question is, when do you understand our culture? Yeah, it's that's, just, that's, that's, that's the thing. It, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's double-sided. It's a double-sided culture. Because everybody else thought I was just being off. Tri- tri- like, tri- tri- this is you. no bullshit, bro. And that's, 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 when I want wings, I go to fucking Magic. When I want a no, steak, no, no, I you go need to fucking Cheetos. When you go to wings, you need to go to Stroker. Stroker? Nah, that ain't the best wings, bro. But that's a whole nother conversation. You lived on the east side, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, oh, okay. he's, yeah, we ain't on that side of town. He <laughs> yeah. tripping. But, but what I'm saying is, like, I, when I queen. went to New York, <laughs> I didn't even think about the script club part. You get what I'm saying? I literally was trying to get something to eat. So yeah, they it's, shut it's, all though. Swear to God, bro. Culture is heavy in Atlanta. I heard you say something about, like, black music is in trouble. And I want you to elaborate on that. Like, what did you mean by that? Well, um... When I got into music, right, um, it was a lot of people that wanted to be in the music business. Mm-hmm. Black people that wanted to be executives, black people that wanted these higher up jobs, black people that was fighting for these positions. Um, that was in 92, right, or well, crisscross, uh, 91, Silk Times Leather. Fast forward to now, um, like two, three days ago, I think, um, a young lady from here named Ethiopia, who was the CEO of Motown, wow. um, she stepped down. Now, in corporate America, step down mean she they fired. let you go. Right, 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 right. So I don't know, I don't know the, I don't know the logistics okay. of it, but I'm saying that's what it says, right? Yeah. So with her moving, that, that put us in a space. And I, by the way, I said this prior to that happening. I said this because Michael Jackson made the biggest musical album in the history of music. Can, you say, can AMAs, you say that one more time for us? Huh? Can you say that one more time for oh, yeah, us? Michael Jackson made the biggest musical album in the history of music, um, selling more records than damn near anybody. 
I mean, not damn near. Just so more records than anybody. Um, and it was just the fortieth anniversary of that album this year, right? And the AMAs was gonna do a tribute, and they called Chris Brown. They called Chris Brown to do the tribute. They oh. asked him to do the tribute. Okay. It's not something that Chris chose to do himself. Preach. They called him to do it. They got this man rehearsing all of this and everything. And the day before the show come on, they cancel his performance and the Michael Jackson performance. That to me is an attack on black music. I don't know how people want to look at it, but this is, these are, that's the future and the past. You basically cancel that. And you do it without any conversation or any- So a day before? Huh? The day before, Saturday night or Saturday morning or something like, I mean, yeah, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, I think before the wars were supposed to come on Sunday. So Saturday afternoon, this, this was canceled. And you know, anything like that to me, I come from an era where we grew up only having MTV. Right. You know, like when I started with Criss Cross, it wasn't no 106 in part. So people be mm. thinking like, I come from an era where we ain't have, right? So we had to do it what we had. Right, and right, and, right. and when, you, when you come from that space, you realize that it's limited. The spaces is limited, right? American Music Awards and MTV, these was the only spots that we could be seen. Right. So if you start taking those spots then away- Then what we got now? Yeah, you start taking those That's spots crazy. away from us, where you gonna see Chris Brown do a tribute to Michael Jackson at? Where, where, this really, this really matters to me. It really matters, and it should matter to everybody black that love music, right. because we don't have um, Soul Train actually no more. We don't have, even American Bandstand, we don't even have these things that that artists had prior to, to set their music up. So if you start snatching it away, what does that mean? But well, I love question, like, Hold on, B, let me ask one question. Like, that's crazy, what you saying all of that though? Did you think hip hop would be the number one genre of music right now? That's, that's one question. And second question is, how do you, Jay-Z, Diddy, Diddy. And Puff. I said, <laughs> that's, that's Diddy, bro. You tripping. Jay Z, Diddy. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Jay Z, Diddy. Who the fuck else did I say? You. I'm missing one person. Who am I missing? You said Puff and Diddy. That's the same person. Hold on, time out. Hold on, time out. No, no, no. Hey, I got to tell you this. So we got a thing on the show. You know, Pac from Atlanta. You really know Pac. Pac don't mess around. So we got a thing on the show. We really can't make fun of Pac, right? So. I just said. I'm, I'm doing it anyway, anyway y'all. I'm doing the I'm doing the more. I'm sorry. Wait, his ass just say. Puff Diddy, you. That's what I said. Puff Diddy. I'm doing the more. And then he said it again. Now I'm like, fuck. I fucked up. All right, let's go, man. Like Biggie. No. Let Biggie JC. He's doing my point. Puffy, uh. My point Sean was. Puffy you Cole. see what I did with these. I should have said Sean Jama. Sean Jama. My point uh, is, I look, hold on, bro, let me get through the damn thing. My point is, the people that I was saying, that I said earlier, we look at you guys like the owners. You guys have the influence, you guys have the culture, so pretty much what you guys say goes. So that was my question. Brandon. Um, now your question actually was, do, did I think it was gonna, I think it was gonna become the number one genre in music? No, never. Um, not where I come from, because where I come from, it was always told that, you know, it's noise. This ain't, this ain't music. This ain't, you know, this ain't, this ain't the real thing that, 
that makes hit records. This ain't da da da. So I, I mean, I was taught that, but I watched, I watched the influence of it um, throughout the whole world. And being on tour, I did see the influence probably stronger than anybody coming together and becoming what it is. Um, but even with that being the number one genre, we still in trouble because the hip hop that's at the top is very, very limited. Like he was saying, it's not. It's it's the the subject matter ain't ain't wide. Um, it's very very narrow minded. Um, and um, if you gonna have a if it's gonna be across the board, it's gotta it's gotta open itself. How up. you fix it? Huh? I said you fix question, it. Question, bro. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know how you fix it. You're um, the everybody's looking to for you to fix me. it. I can't fix it. Bro. No, it's gotta but be you're something, the, you're the bro. Like when we sit here and we collectively talk as a group, like. When we go to we talk real estate and we're pitching in together, we go to this 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 look, this guy right here. When we're talking production and, and doing different things, this is the guy. Mm -hmm. You wanna go to weed and talk about all the other stuff? I'm the guy. Everybody's gonna see this interview. Yeah. There's no way that you can tell mm. that I can't all these <laughs> millions of people, <laughs> not that you can't fix it, the way that we yeah. can collectively Fix it is, is is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I know you can't do it by yourself, but it's some kind of way that you can tell these folks how we can do it together, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the respect level across the board has to change for hip hop, and I think that the respect of of where hip hop is age wise has to change because um, you know. And, and people got to start moving people out of these spaces because people, hip hop is the only genre where people continue to keep trying to hold people in these same spots. And as it grows, you got to move. You, people got to move. What, what spots, what people, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, about so, 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 so like, look at me, right? So like, so like, look at me, I, to me, to me, I'm, I'm the 2022 version of Teddy Riley, right? So who is the new Jermaine Dupree? I don't care who you are. You can mm. you can have that space. Mm -hmm. I want to be Teddy Riley. I want y'all to look at me like Teddy Riley. I said this to somebody else yesterday. They was like, "You the Quincy Jones." I don't want to yeah. be Quincy Jones yet. Right, right, right. But I mean, you know, I, if, I'll accept it. Right, right that's right. what I'm saying. If you, you think I'm the Quincy Jones, then move me to that space. That means that Jermaine Dupree space is open. Right. Mm. Who's gonna take that space? Right. And it's the same way with with any of these people. I think like like. In hindsight, Jay-Z is like the Rolling Stones to us. Mm. That's okay. our Rolling okay. Stones. You understand right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Getting... He's not our Run DMC. We have right. Run DMC. Yeah, right, right, right. Right? right. He's, he's, like, he's like the Rolling Stones to us. Um, who was our Run DMC? Um, I'm trying to think. Who Outcast. Okay. Outcast would be our Run DMC right now. Okay. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like, right. it's like that type of thing. And, and to me... Where when people say, "Do I get my just due?" The the thing that I really want more credit for than anything, which is to answer your question, is the youthfulness that I brought to the game. I'm the person who brought young niggas to hip hop, cause I was a young nigga. I wasn't even 21 years old when mm -hmm. I had my first million dollars. <laughs> I was 19. Yeah, we've been getting money. Crisscross came out. Crisscross. I signed Crisscross when I was 17 years old. They came out, they came out at 19, 
I was a millionaire by 19 years old. So before I turned 21, <laughs> before I turned 21, I never, you know, I was, this is what I was fueling to the industry, right? When I brought Crisscross out, the industry was dominated by older damn the that was like almost 30, right, like right. older, older right? That really wasn't trying to have no young yeah, around. You right. young don't know what y'all talking about, right. JD. You a young from the South. You really don't know this hip hop. Hip hop started in New York. New York, right? I heard all of this, right? I'm the person. It was nobody else. You talking about talk that shit? I'm gonna talk that shit because <laughs> it was nobody else that came to hip hop with the youthfulness, but me, right? So when called me OG, like he said, I, I, I accept it. But I'm the I'm the young nigga who put young in the game. Right, I never voice. signed an artist that was older than 21. The brat was 19. Escape was like 17, 18, 19. Um, Crisscross was 11 and 12. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't but 19. Who I was Bow Wow? Bow Wow was 12. Preach. Mulatto was 15. Hey, wait, wait, hold wait. On. Speaking of that, how did you know all these little young motherfuckers were superstars, bro? I don't. I'm just saying that was my energy. My energy was once I signed Crisscross, people started thinking that I was the guy to do kid artists, right? Oh. And I probably would have had more, but I'm so hip hop that I fell into this hole of not wanting people to say, that's just, the nigga yeah, that produced yeah. young niggas. Oh, I got you. And, and that's the part that's crazy to me because niggas was talking shit about me producing kids, right? And I tried to sign, I tried to sign T.I. I mean, not T.I. I tried to sign 2 Chains one day. It's crazy because I was in, me and Jay-Z, I was in Jay-Z office one day and I called 2 Chains. I'm like, yo, me and Hov want to sign you. And he was like, he said, OG, respectfully, it's a young man's game. And I said, <laughs> you, you, you do know who you're talking to, right? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, yeah. like, so when somebody say that to me, I'm trying to figure out where they oh, think yeah. they got that from. Because the only two successful teenage that ever come out in hip hop came from me. Wow. Bow Wow came 10 years after Crisscross. And he was the same age. Yes. He was 12. 12. When I put them out, they was 11 and 12. So, so wait, let me wait, ask so you a question. Do you think that's because, uh, just real quick, when you was doing like the, the talent shows and all that at a young age and you had success, you think that that, that kind of went yeah. together? Like, I did it, I seen it, so I could, now I know the yeah, game. Yeah, subconsciously. Put, yeah, okay. subconsciously. That's, that's subconsciously, subconsciously, Bow Wow is me. Subconsciously, crisscross is me. You know what I mean? The Brad is me. These people are, you know. Not only do we look alike because we had braids and we was doing this, but I'm all saying they're all it's all me. It's all basically like and you know, and like I said, the energy of it, I'm really a guy that don't like old shit, right? I don't like I don't like old nothing. In 94, 95, I was living in Pittsburgh and Crisscross came out. Crisscross was like a, a, a social cultural phenomenon. And when I when I when I did the research and I and I read that, bro. The thing that jumped out to me was like, how the hell did you see that? And it was nothing, it wasn't just about the producer, JD, and you know, oh, the music, but it was about the 
the branding, the marketing, and everything that came in, and what you describing mm. as hip hop. How the hell did you see that? I didn't start really like paying attention to this till recently. Like hip hop turns 50 next year, right? So, so we talk about hip hop like that shit is 200 years old, right. and it's like this person and this person. It's it's it's. Frankie Beverly and Maze is older than the genre, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. it's people out here that's, that's, that we listen to that's musically that's older than the, the, the whole culture that we love, right? So in, in seeing that, I saw Crisscross and I'm thinking like, damn, ain't nobody ever did this. By the way, I'm, my mind is thinking, once again, this is, I'm thinking we 100 years in. Mm. Reason why you never saw Crisscross is because. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Back, what, 25, 30 years ago? That's right, yes. Hip-hop was 20 years old. Yeah. There ain't no way for you to see him. Nobody ain't thought about it. So it was really just me. <coughs> me, I was really racing some invisible person because I'm thinking that I'm trying to do something that I never saw, right? And the reason I never saw it was because it, we ain't been here long enough for it to exist, right? So, so um, in the midst of that, I'm like I said, I'm trying that's deep, to. Though. I'm trying. Huh? What you just said was deep. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what it is. So it's it's. I, I'm really thinking. I'm thinking. I'm trying to outthink somebody that I don't even see. Mm. So I'm thinking like, if I come out with these kids, and they look like this, and they got a song. And da, da 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 they should blow. So I'm just trying to grab on every element that I think. First of all, we from Atlanta, so I'm like, we already down. Cause they don't treat us like we supposed to be in the business. In 92, nobody wanted Atlanta to be in hip hop. So we was already at a disadvantage. So I just was like, we gotta do as many things possible to get people's attention, right? And I didn't know all of them collectively was gonna work at once. Um, but I was just trying, you know, just trying to do something. 
since we on this topic right here. How in the hell did you come up with putting the clothes on backwards, bro? I was here in Atlanta. Y'all weren't in Atlanta. What I'm saying is, I was one of them kids when, when Criss Cross came out. I started wearing my football jersey to school backwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was the culture. Nah, we'll you get what I'm though. saying? Know, no right. bullshit. That's, that's a cultural, social phenomenon. Yes. How in the hell did y'all come up with that? Um, well, the biggest story behind it is that when I first found Criss Cross, um, I think like a week after I found Criss Cross, I got, I got introduced to this young lady named Left Eye. And she came from mm. Philly. She came, she came from Philly. And the first place she came when she came to Philly was my house. I don't know why, because I ain't had no record labels or nothing. But people thought, I guess they felt this energy with me. So a dude named Ian brought her to my house. Um, she ended up staying at my house, like almost like moving in without officially saying she was moving in. Um, and left I was into just like trying to like, you know, cut your jeans up. Dude, like, you know, and this was, this, right, right. by the way, this was that time period where, you know, everybody go to Greenbrier, swap meet, get your spray, spray your, your paintbrush shirt, airbrush shirt. airbrush shirt, and everything. You just trying to be seen, right? right. Um, so left eye had me go get a nose ring. <laughs> she had me shaving my eyebrows. I mean, if you see, it's an old clip where I got, like, blonde tips in my hair. My hair look like his, but I got a box. I mean, we was just trying shit. We was just trying to be seen. And you know, you, you're a teenager, so you, you just trying everything. You getting tattoos, you going, you just doing everything. So um, no, in the midst of just doing everything, you just, you, you steady thinking. Every day you thinking of something. So one day Chris came to my house and he had his jumper on and the jumper was already so big that he could turn it around without, him, without even getting out of the jumper. Wow. Like it was that big. So. We was on our way to Linux, and I'm like, yo, you should turn that jumper around. And he, was same, he said the same thing. You said, why? I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. Let's see what it looked like. And when he turned it around, it ain't look weird because it was so big, right? <coughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was like, what, what, what you want me to do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's just wear it and see, see what happens, see if we get a reaction. That, that's all it was. It was just like to get a reaction. We went to Linux Square. And I swear to you, people was looking at this boy like he was Michael Jackson. And I'm like, it can't be this easy. <laughs> it can't be this easy. And I swear to you, it was, he walked through the mall with his jump on backwards and people was freaking the f out. I really want to speak about Bow Wow. Oh, see? I want to speak about the Bow Wow shit. Because I feel like, like I said before, young people respecting young people. And, and, and that's ha that has to happen. Y'all ask me how I want to be remembered, blah, blah, blah. One thing, like I said, I want people to understand. I, with a camera, like what R. Kelly said. Which, right, camera? Right. <laughs> right. which camera I'm supposed to be looking at? That one right there. <laughs> I brought young niggas to hip hop. Say it again. I brought that energy to hip hop. There has never been anybody younger than Criss Cross and Bow Wow that sold more records than Criss Cross and Bow Wow. So when everybody talk about us young and these young boys and all of that, all of that shit comes from if you was old enough, if you, if you was old enough, young enough to know crisscross. I mean, old enough to know crisscross. But if you was part of the Bow Wow era, so it was a ten years thing. So either you knew crisscross and you was caught up in that era, or you, or you was caught up in the 106 and Park era. 106 and Park was created by me. 
Hmm? I went to BET. Is that the camera I'm talking about? I went to Stephen Hill at BET and told him, listen, MTV has a TV show called TRL. Yeah. They let the yep. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and, and all yeah, these yeah, boys yeah, come yep. on there and that's their that show. I said, yo, we need this in black music. He said, do you have the artist? I said, yes, I got the artist. He was like, who? I said, his name is Bow Wow, right? He didn't know who a Bow Wow was going to be. We put out Bounce With Me and yeah, they created 106 in part. That's why I named Bow Wow Mr. 106 in part because I created the show. I basically told them, you got to do this based on Bow Wow. And people don't actually even, like, they don't give Bow Wow that credit for creating a whole genre of young people. There was no Chris Brown before Bow Wow. There was no Omarion before Bow Wow. There was no Lil uh, Zane, Little, anybody Little. Justin Bieber! There was no Littles before Bow Wow. Bow Wow was Little. That's true. Little Bow Wow. Was the, the little. Braves, now the you bike. got Lil Uzi, you got Lil. Hold up. I don't care who you got. They got Little in the front of their name. They, they that shit came the first. from Bow Wow. You sound like uh, uh, so, Soldier Boy. Hey. Damn, we should have passed that. Soldier so, Boy, too. He wasn't out before Bow Wow either. Lil Shady. So, how's you on Bow Wow's relationship now? Huh? How, you on Lil Bow Wow? How your relationship right Our now? Our relationship going to always be crazy because it's like a father son relationship. Um, but, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the sensei. Yeah, preach. It's if if you know you gonna always have people that got their little ins and outs, but I feel like me and Bow Wow's back and forth comes from his lack of getting respect because when people do give Bow Wow what they call respect, they try to cater it to Jermaine made you and Jermaine did this and Jermaine did this and Jermaine put you in the game. He's a grown ass man that don't want to hear that all the time. Same way if somebody said that about me. Somebody said that about y'all. You went, okay, I'm I'm that happened when I was a kid. Now I continued my life. Bow Wow went to Bow Wow was in a movie when he was 12 years old. He did 50 million at the box office. So so my point is, you know, I feel like Bow Wow has a lot of frustration in in what I'm talking about. Just yeah. the credibility standpoint of young people respecting him for what he is because like I said Bow Wow Bow Wow was the birth of I just named 10 artists it's big bro when Bow Wow Bow Wow was so hot these people don't even want to believe this Bow Wow was so hot when Chris Brown when Chris Brown came out his first song was called Run It um and I, I think this was something that happened on the internet, right? And it was a very confusing situation. And I'll end up this, but it was a very confusing situation because Jewel Santana was on Run It, the okay. original version. All right. And Bow Wow went on the internet and said, they put me on the remix. And everybody tried to clown Bow Wow, right? They tried to clown Bow Wow like, like he was lying or he was trying to clout chase. Mind you, they already tried to clown Bow Wow when he said he was signed to Death Row when he was nine. These are facts. Bow Wow got signed to Death Row at nine years old. This is a fact, right? But people, it's almost like my story. I went on tour with Run DMC when I was 12 years old. That shit don't even sound realistic, right? It don't, right? So it's the same, it's the same, it's the same shit with Bow Wow. Bow Wow was signed by Snoop, and Snoop gave him the name Little Bow Wow because Snoop's name is Bow Wow. 
He's big Bow Wow, and Bow Wow, he gave the name to Bow Wow, Lil Bow Wow. Bow Wow was, he had to be six, seven years old as an artist over there. Snoop brought Bow Wow to me and said, listen, if Bow Wow come out on death row, he gonna be talking about killing niggas and all this extra <laughs> shit. That ain't how he need to come out. Right. We figured out, put him on so-so death, put him with you because you know how to do it. You done did crisscross, blah, blah, blah. This is what they told me. Same thing you said about me saving this part. Yeah. So I took Bow Wow under my wing and did that, and that's how he came out. But I'm saying, at the end of the day, the respect level for what he represents and him doing what he did opened the door. Opened the door for so many artists today. Yeah. Lil, Lil Yachty, anybody that got little in yeah. their name and they try to claim that they ain't get that shit from Bow Wow. When I did the rap game, people ain't expect for that to even be successful. They was like, who wants to see young kids? Who's going to watch young kids rap every week? Yep. America, maybe. <laughs> you, know, but, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know what I mean? So, so to see the industry now pulling from my pool. Mulatto came from my pool. Yep. J.I. came from my pool of youth. It's Too the crucial. same that I've been talking about from day one. All these artists, it's a youth pool that I create. And you now the industry is sticking their hand in the pool without me even telling them they can do it. Why you let her do her own thing? I see you, you, you didn't fight her, you let her. I didn't actually. I, I mean, I did what I was supposed was, to do. That was what's up though, because most cats won't do that. No, she did her thing. No, I did. I did. She won. See, see, this is the thing what people miss on as about. independent artists. Say, kind of this is what people know. miss about it though. It was a TV show. A TV show. Right? I know. Yeah. I right. Yeah. Right. You went on the TV show. Yeah. Then Jermaine to produce your single. Exactly. And put you out. Yeah. I did that. I introduced her to the world. Okay. At that point, you know what I'm saying. I had an opportunity to do whatever I got to do, but but I also didn't approach Mulatto like that from the gate. Like most of my artists, I. I chase them and I look for them. Okay. She became my artist by, show. by winning on a TV yeah, show. Yeah. That's a little different, right? That's not me totally invested in you. Okay, okay. And that's not me having my mental space of visual, visually saying, oh, you should be like this or you should be like this. We was doing this in front of cameras and trying to make, and she put on, she did yeah, what she, she had to thing, do. Right, right. And she beat all the other people that was there. But it was never a situation where I got an opportunity to do what I did with Bow Wow, yeah, right, what I right. did with Escape, or I did with the Brat. These people lived with me. Like, left, I lived in my house. So we talked and we wrote songs and we came up. It wasn't the same type of situation. Musically, if it don't go in the same way that I've been doing it, I'm not getting ready to f with it. So you <laughs> talked about uh, Left Eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does she mean to you? You know what I'm saying? Because when you talk about Teddy Riley being your idol, I want to get into that conversation, but like, let's start with Left Eye first. No, Left Eye was my like, like, that was my, you know, she like, she, I'm saying she lived in my house, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm by the way, I'm I'm 17, so she can't live in my house because my mother don't even know about this. But she actually <laughs> lives, she actually lives in my house, and, and my mother's there. So it's like she comes to my house every day, like it's like we in the studio. Yeah. But she don't leave, and she stay there. You know, I'm working all night anyway. So it like five in the morning, six in the morning, she'll go somewhere like she had a job. Mm -hmm. She didn't even have no job. She's just going to the airport. And back in the, back in this day, the airport they had these buggies where you could push them, you get a quarter out. 
If you find a buggy, you can you take the buggy back, you get a quarter, right? And um, me and Left Eye both, that was a hustle for us. Cause I could go make hundred dollars put buggy back. If you go, if you get dropped off in the far uh, back one of them parking lots, people just dropping them buggies off and they not even returning them. So I go, I see like thirty of them when I pull up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You talking about somebody that had no money. So, so you see that little money, and then left. I figured out. She figured out <laughs> how to make them signs at the airport, like she worked, like she was at a hospital, like she worked at one of them Christian hospitals or something. So when you get off the, you know, you get off the plane and people are giving the money. Yeah. She started coming to my house with like thousands of dollars what? every day, and I'm like, whoa. And I just, you know, we just, we just, she just was a hustler, and we was just like. But we was just trying. We was just trying it, and it, it, like ultimately, it was just me and her. Me and her. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. You know, YouTube is everything right now. Mm -hmm. My kids, my little daughter. I need to bring her to you. She gonna, she, she talented, but she watch YouTube all the time. Everybody Who she turn on all the time is Lele. Right. I seen you did something with her. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's your relationship with her? Y'all know Lele? Mm -hmm. Y'all know Lele? No. Now look, now pause right there. there you right? Go. I want you to see what you're doing, right? You saying that, I forgot I did a Lele record. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> talk about relevance. They don't even know who you're talking about. Explain who Lele is. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, I want y'all to see what I'm talking about with the relevant part, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Y'all don't know who it is, but to say JD ain't relevant. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's how I'm saying we need to throw that word away. Right. Get rid of that word. Well, Say no for you. No, no, no. Be clear. There's some people that ain't relevant. Oh yeah, there's some people that ain't relevant. It ain't for you. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah, it, ain't, it don't work. That word don't work for me. That's why I'm asking this question yeah, because so like, Lele, Lele is a new Instagram superstar. The little girl that started rapping on Instagram. You definitely probably seen on Instagram. You seen her. But daddy was nowhere. sitting in the driver's seat and she was in the passenger seat and she used to do these freestyles every oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, she I said, from I said, Park, I said too. You gotta know about Every day. I, I pick up my daughter up from school. Daddy, put on Lele. Yeah. She rapping. She rapping. I'm tripping. Yeah, she rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see? Now you know oh, who I'm okay. talking about, right? Okay, yeah, she okay, so I did her record too last year. Oh. I just for, I, yeah, I did a record on late. Was it this year? It might have been this year. I don't even remember. It was last, last year. He do this so year. much. And it was her. Re relevant. It was yeah, her. Right. It was her and this other kid named Young Dylan, and he from Baltimore. He got a TV show on Tyler Perry. Um, I Dang. think he's going to this fourth season, uh, the Young Dylan show, and and Lele got a show on Nickelodeon. They both got shows on Nickelodeon, um, but yeah, Lele is a young rapper from Houston that moved to College Park. Okay. And everybody kept telling me, JD, you need to sign shorty, you need to sign up. Long story short, I ended up working with her and and um and young Dylan um for this project that they was doing for Nickelodeon. You know what I wanna ask you though? Cause we only talking about one part of his career, just rap, but like on the R and B side, like what, what's going on now with the R and B? Like, is it loss? Cause it's different. From now listen to R and B to back then, it's like way different. Like what you think the issue is? Um or can it, can it's it the even same come thing back? I was saying prior. It's the same thing I was saying prior. It's like hip hop came, and everybody that produced they want to make rap records, right? Mm. So who's left as a producer in R and B? Jermaine Dupri, um, and everybody else 
Jermaine Dupree, Brian Michael Cox, um, Chante Austin. These people, they, these are my, these guys, these are my guys, by the way. They're not separate. Um, um, it's not a bunch of, you know, Dream Tricky. They did the Beyonce album. But it's not a bunch of producers that's dedicated to R&B. Right, right. Um, in the time period that you're talking about, it was a lot of producers that was dedicated to R&B. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, L.A. Yeah. and Babyface. Yep. Um, my, I, my, myself, I was trying to break in because these guys was at the top of the food chain. Was Teddy Riley, L.A. and Babyface, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Chucky Booker, um, this person, this person, this person, um, and Dallas Austin. All of these people were shooting they, you know, shooting their guns off at the top. And I was the little guy trying to get in there, right? And what ultimately happened was, you know, people start saying, you know, with LA and Babyface, they broke up. So then Babyface went on and did what he's doing, but they stopped chasing artists and doing, making artists the same way as a producer would do. And then same thing with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They kind of, they didn't, they never broke up. They just got inducted into some, um, to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep, yep. Um, so they've been together, but it's still not enough to continue that momentum of what you're talking about. And that's what hurt, you know, and we lost Michael Jackson, we lost Prince, and we lost Kells. The people that was like you, front you, end, like, we oh, lost the right. front line, yeah, of, the front yeah. runners of R&B, they don't, they're not around. So, so are you saying that it, it can't come back? Of yeah, it can come back, but, but the respect level, so now you got to deal with young respect level. And that's what I'm saying about all of this, that's what we got to work on in, 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 our, in the culture, period. The respect of young niggas respecting other young niggas. Hmm. That's, 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 that's a problem the right, thing now. right now. We don't, yeah. have a, we don't have young don't respect young niggas doing it, right? Young niggas always looking for some older, older person as opposed to understanding that a younger person is that older person, depending on how they use their mentality. So, so, so talk to me about the culture side of things, like understanding culture, right? Like Hove said something legendary where he said, when I walk into certain rooms, I don't switch up, I come as I am. Pac, right? They didn't understand Pac. Pac didn't understand the NFL and that world. He come from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So talk to this this next generation of understanding this bigger world because you talk about Vegas and I I had a big lesson too. I went to New York and it was just me, my my lady, my wife at the time, and my homeboy and his lady. And we walk into this club and I don't need you no know, security, nothing. Fight breakouts happen, boom, boom, boom. And it was it was it was it was a it was mayhem. It was a lot of shit. I got sued, boom, 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 and I ain't do nothing. What I took from that situation was, damn, when I go from different cities, I gotta understand the culture. I gotta understand how I move. Like when you go to Vegas, if you throw ones, they don't understand that culture. So I start before I travel, I was like, let me understand that. So can you speak to the younger generation about this whole culture thing and understand different environments? So they know how to move and operate as kings. I mean, like I said, the best thing I could tell you is that, you know, like I said, for me, even for me, um, thinking the, 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 the king mentality, right? 
I, I stopped moving around based on that because I feel like it's a certain way that I'm supposed to move. And if I can't move like that, I don't even go. Cause mm. I know, I know, I know how I'm gonna feel in the environment and I know what could possibly happen in the environment, right? Um, but I wanna say this to the younger generation, like this mentality of where you only, you only go when you getting paid, you only go when you, when it's your homeboys or whatever it is. Celebration. You don't really have no true education of the street life. Everybody think they from the streets, but you don't really have no education of the street life. Cause if you did, you know, um, you would know not to be in LA with your jewelry on. Come on. If you if you had street education. Your security with you. I ain't no street thug shooting ass drug dealer, but I've been in the streets since I was twelve, and I've been around people. You know what I'm saying? I've been around people. I ain't, I you know, um, I'm the same person I was when I ain't had no money. Mm. Cause I like that person. I like that person. That person was cool. That person was getting the information. I don't want to be no that sit in the house, stuffy, can't go out. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be in the mix. So my whole life, whether it was popping that or this, that, and the third, I was there. I was seeing what was happening, and I seen people get robbed. I seen people get shot. I seen fights break out, and I seen I actually lived through it. So that if it ever came to me, I'm like, seen that before. Like like what happened with us in Vegas? We seen that. Before. I left right before the guns went off. Yeah. Like, right before that shit happened, I was in the car. Next thing I know, woo, 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 woo. I'm like, what the fuck? We get back to the hotel, Pac-Man name all over the news. I'm like, damn, we was just there. Damn. Right? But you could feel it. You could feel it. If you are, I, ain't, I mean, like I said, I'm not street guy, but I'm from College Park. I'm from Old National Highway, which is- You got street sense, man. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> If you've been around, you know what I mean? I, I started out going to parties. I grew up in the skating rink. Uh, you have to like educate yourself on life. Some kind of way you gotta live. And it's a lot of people that's like young that wanna be rappers and they start talking all this rap shit and da 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 da. They get rich and get in these clubs and don't realize like, dog, Magic City, something that you will never ever understand <laughs> or really see in no other place besides Atlanta. Nowhere. Because you could be in the Magic City and you'll be a sports player that just signed a $100 million contract. You standing right here. Two niggas beside you could be the biggest thieves in College Park. <laughs> the next beside them is a rapper from the deck. Preach. Beside him is two killing from the west side. Big Meech right there. Then Big Meech right here. And JD a million right niggas there. from Detroit. Like, you have never seen and this some corporate dudes, too. Huh? Yes. And some corporate dudes, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, nah. And, and Mr. The Best police. Buy. Mr. Best and Buy. The police. And the police. Yeah. And the police. And the police. You have never been in. And the girls is naked, by the way. You, got, you can't <laughs> leave them out. Yeah. You, so, so I'm just saying, so you can frame this up and just realize what's going on. It's like, it's nobody in there that's got a money shortage. It might be some. Them, them, over there at the bar, they ain't got no money, so they scheming on how they gonna try to get one of the that's in the front or Come in on. the. This is all happening in one club. One club. This ain't this ain't five different clubs. This is happening in Magic City tonight. 
tonight this is happening. It's been going on forever. It's the same, but that's our environment. This is what we all, you know what I mean? This is where we come from. This that's is where we go. This is where, like he said, I used to go to the gentleman's club. I'm vegan, right? But before I turned vegan, 20 years, I, used, 20 something I used to pull up to the gentleman's club, just pull up, call the kitchen, and they'll bring my food outside. I used to do that. If Plot they ain't fix the food, I would go in there. You gotta be a and boss then once I go in there, I'm, I'm in there, right? They used to have this champagne shrimp at the month, champagne brown rice and champagne shrimp at, at gentleman's club. That was the best food in Atlanta. So what he talking about? So you online, dog? Nah, nah, it's, it's a thing. Shrimp with the it's rice the next to, next to the titties. <laughs> and like, 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 say so, so, like, what's crazy is Lou Williams. I'm the one took him to Magic City for the first time in his life, right? I took Lou to, to Magic City before he was even 21, right? I'm, I took him. I'm responsible. <laughs> Just, so, so the day that he got caught going back there, I caught him. I'm like, dog, what the. And he like, man, he's saying the same thing. It's I just wanted me some wings. Just get some wings. <laughs> it's it. And I'm just Go like, get some wings. I'm just like, you know, Atlanta has been a space where no, 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 it no. was no TMZ. It wasn't no cameras. Oh, so man, we could privacy. do this. Like we used to go to the strip club and what happened in the strip club? Y'all would never, never know. know. So Come what, on, so, so tell the next. No, go ahead. I know I ain't, go ahead. Know nah, say what you gonna say. No, I'm just saying, cause Pac had this situation. And yeah. like you said, you left and then Pac's name is all over the place and now he got to explain himself. But like, it's hard to tell 320 million Americans the culture of Atlanta, which got, may have 2 million Americans but that, from but, a population. But, but it be. And then you got Lou Williams going through the same, same thing. And now we making fun of Lou Williams and he said, lemon pepper Lou. Yeah. So my question is like, how do we operate, whether it's a Pac-Man Jones, a Lou Williams, or, or excuse me, respectfully, if it's a takeoff, how do we operate in these situations, in these environments? Well, I mean, some of these situations, like I said, the, the, the person, we all have to take accountability, you know? Mm, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Lou knew he wasn't supposed to be out, you know? We know this. We know Now, in our situation, it wasn't no we didn't know we weren't supposed to be out. Right. We was out doing what we do, um, but we got to also realize, like I said, hip-hop culture is not old enough for us to believe that everywhere we go, people understand exactly how it's supposed to move. And that's the one thing that everybody has to take into accountability. The NFL has to understand that these little guys now, right now, whoever's growing up right now that's trying to get to the NFL, they coming up in a hip-hop era, right? They coming up in an era where the food at the strip club is the best. They coming up, so if you sign a little from Atlanta that go to Georgia Tech, or sign one of these boys that go to Georgia. You're going to Magic. You gotta understand who you signing. Mm. The same way with me as an artist. Well, I mean, that makes sense right there. If, if, if I sign a rapper from Philly, I gotta go to Philly and see how I move. I can't treat him like he's from Atlanta. Right, right. If I treat him, from, if I treat him like he's from Atlanta, it ain't gonna work. Right. It's the same way with a football player and basketball player. If you treat any of these players like they from LA and he from College Park, you done up because something getting ready to go wrong because the mentality ain't the same. Mm. Millions of people are not going to hear this because you're a king. Kings don't talk about kings. Are you a producer or are you a genius? I'm a producer. All right, if you're a producer, my question is to you, 
What's the biggest song you ever written? And then come back to why are you a producer know, over a genius? Oh, but should he do different like oh, R&B and rap, or is letting? Well, that's not. Well, well I'm gonna say the biggest song I ever wrote. I feel like, I feel like, was was jumped by Criss Cross. What? Um, Hell yeah, boy. Criss yeah. Cross. Just because. <laughs> just just because of what it did culturally, and what I saw it do. You know, I found these kids at Greenbrier Mall. Green I wrote a song for them that put them as the opening act for Michael Jackson on his Michael ah, Jackson. Come show. on, man, preach. Right. So I'm saying that that where that song took them kids to. I I should call myself Lotto. She calls herself Lotto, but I should call myself Lotto because I done made more. Millionaires, damn near than the lotto. That's a whole. That's a whole bar right there. Yeah, it's a whole bar, so, but I did it. Was that? Because I'm trying to understand. Are you saying like the biggest record for you, or are you saying because because we got? No, know, he said what's know. what's the biggest record I feel like I wrote. That's what. Oh, yeah. I, okay, my bad. Yeah. I was thinking like, but I was okay. Yeah, right, let, right, me, right. let me hit this. Let me hit this. Okay. So I'm wanna... Back to your question. I'm gonna answer. So I still say producer because what I what 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 I do, I don't believe is defined as genius. And what, what I mean by that is all I do is look and pay attention. And, and the world hasn't defined paying attention as genius. And that's if, a that, hell of a skill, if, 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 if that if that's if that's what that is, then I'll accept I it. I gotta cut you off. Okay. I'm known for being messy and cutting people off on the show. Yeah, he do it all the time. All the yeah. I expect it. I, I respect it. But no, no, no. I, you, I need you to really understand this. I got no, no, no. Time out, time out. I got like I'm fighting back tears right now. Mm -hmm. Cause kings don't fucking talk about king shit. You're a fucking genius. Okay. That shit is hard to fucking look at crisscross and <laughs> say me. this crisscross. Oh, yeah. Nah, bro. Like you're a genius. Thank you. There's a difference to me. I'm gonna say this, but I'm a defer to you, but my opinion, there's only a fucking, th there's three or four of y'all, and you're one of them, you're a fucking genius. Thank For you. somebody to be able to see something that's nothing and create, curate and say, this is what's gonna be and that can happen, that's fucking genius, right? That's a different level, I mean, just quick fire shit. Quick fire, so your question, quick fire, right? So I'm gonna throw some names out there and some, Getting little sound bites right off the top, okay? But you're a fucking genius, and you don't. And I'm gonna tell you, Appreciate you don't it. get enough respect. Oh. You don't get enough flowers. Yeah. You have a fucking garden. Appreciate it. Okay. Who's the queen? Who's the queen? Of Is it Mariah Carey? Yep. He know what I'm talking about. He know what I'm talking about. Who's the queen? Beyonce's out there. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Oh, boom. I mean, they are queens, all three of them that you name, but the queen is Mariah Carey. Why? Quick. Um, just talent and wisdom. Um, the smarts of what, what she did. Um, to, to understand the way we look at race, to understand the way the world looks at her as like a white woman that's actually not white, that's black, and that grew up in the church and put all that shit in, in a, in a, on that plate like that. 
and gave it to us just like that. You can spin it how you want to spin mm, it to eat mm, which mm, part you want to mm. eat it. But that's what she did. That's all her, by the way. All I do is talk to her about it, but she, she is, she's the genius of doing it. And she figured out how to do it. Ain't nobody sold more records than Mariah. Teddy Riley. Quick. The GOAT. Mm. Run DMC. Legends. Definitely. Biggie. Incredible. Lyricist. Sorry. The Brat. Um, the beginning. That's here's, crazy. Here's my final, here's my <clears throat> final three. Lil Bow Wow. Quick. Phenomenon. So So Death. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Um, and, and you can spend a little bit more time. Yeah, I gotta take a little time. Go ahead. Like, no, no, we okay. Um, we okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The teacher rapping. That gets you. What's the third one you had, B? Think, hold, ooh, ooh, oh, 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 institution. Oh, but anybody can chime in. Hold on, that's what you just said. Don't hold on. Institution. Ask him about. Uh, I said so, so uh, damn, institution. An uh, institution. Okay. Um, Usher. The king. Can I give you one? Can I give you one more? Go, go. Keep going. Oh, We're going. Um, fire. We belong together. Or confessions. You got to pick one. Oh. Oh. I'll put Jones on. I'll be We belong together. And then the last one, Jermaine Dupree. Uh, I'm gonna say visionary. Visionary, I like that. Love it. I mean, that's all. That's I, that's I, I I visualize more than I do anything of like what things are supposed to be, what where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do, how it's supposed to be, and what is what's happened, right? And it's like it's almost like the same. When, Cause I know, I know this. By the way, I know this bow wow that I just said is gonna go viral. And yeah, you know it is. You know it. it. Da, da, da. And a lot of people gonna fight what I'm saying, but people don't visualize what I'm talking about. You wasn't there at the beginning when it wasn't a 106 in part. Mm. Um, and by the way, 106 in part only started in 2000. And I think 106 in part was like in the 90s. This show started in 2000. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. See, this is not a long, this is not, that's why I said, this stuff is very young. Everything is young. It's not a, it's a 10 year run of 106 in part, and it didn't start. It started in 2000. It might have mm. started in 2001 because of Bow Wow came out. But Bow Wow was the main artist on 106 in part for months, right? That's, that's crazy. When Bow Wow came out is when 106 in part started. Five, 10 years from now. What's the end goal? Like, what is it? You gonna, what it look like from from ten years? From billionaire. Now? Okay. Oh, shit. That's all Dang. I need to hear. You've been doing it for over three decades. Um, what is motivating you to keep being a producer? Pete, keep doing the label, keep dealing and building little kids and grown men. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and when is it a time you gonna say? All right, I'm done. I mean, to ask the, the last question, like the I'm done part, I, I, don't, I don't think that, like I said, I, I really subscribe now to the fact that the whole genre is young. Yeah. Like, if, if, if you feel like I've done that much where I need to quit, 
then just imagine when I do quit, how much you gonna feel like I did. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm not, I, shit, like, I don't even, I don't think about it. Like, like I'm, 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 like, we sitting here having a conversation. I forgot I'm making records with people. Lele. You know what I mean? I forgot Lele. I did I these type. You know what I'm saying? I'm forgetting I'm doing these records. So it's not, it's not. And by the way, we had a, you know, I done had success in so many different years and periods of time that has prepared me for the want to have success and do something else in 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 this whatever period we about to go to wherever we wherever we headed to right um i didn't know i was going to work with division that's not something that i figured i would be doing that's not that wasn't that one plan right so to be working with them and then to like get them in a space where people actually know who they are now and talking about their music and this, that, and the third. So to me, each time I work with somebody, like say for instance, Lele or Young Dylan, when we put his record out next year and he pop, he ain't but 13. He ain't but 13 years old. So if he blow up a long and process. he have any success like a crisscross or a Bow Wow, if he have half of their success, it's gonna propel me to a whole nother 10 years. So it's not really like, it ain't a way for for me to stop unless I just stop making music. We had to fight to get a meal, yeah. Wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam, you gotta like the wiggin' wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread, I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. gonna break this on this this artist all right let me <laughs> you ain't, you ain't. oh i like that Pat. Pat. who is this back there i don't know they oh. pack. i don't oh. know who it is i don't know who it is sleepless nights oh you ain't my camera these turks you smell them okay yeah yeah yeah. When the shit fell down, I'ma run the shit right back. Hey. Pat got the pack. Yeah. Be through your days though. When the shit touched down, I'ma run the shit right back. Yeah. Yeah. I'ma run the shit right back. I'ma run the shit right back. I'ma run the shit right back. Yeah. Ready? Big dog, big step, okay. yeah. Burning with me, good fellas. Yeah. Rich nigga, trendsetter. Yeah. VVS, Cardio, I wear. Popping my shit, reflare. Popping my shit, went clear. You can't afford the things that I wear. Yeah. You can't afford the things that I wear. Woo! Hard body, nothing I feel. Street legend, hood pioneer. Rock on the list, yeah. think about it. Huh? Yeah. Me and all the deals. Grandma Candelaide on the hill. Who she still give me chills. She gave me chills. She gave my boy some chills. I'm in LA in the hills, smoking that pack, man. She gave me chills. I'm in LA in the hills. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna run the shit right back. Back at the pack. Back at the pack. When it's just that, I'll run
Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.